This is God's Loving Sacrifice, and this is GLS. Today, we want to talk about God is in control. We spend a lot of time um, praying and asking God to take care of things. We pray for our country, we pray for our family, and sometimes we don't see Him working. But what we must remember is God is always in control. Romans 8, 31-39 says, When then shall we say to these things, If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how should he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? Is it God who justifies? Who is he who condemns? Is it Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for your sakes we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor heights, nor depths, or any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Why do we worry? Why why do we wonder how things are going to work out? They're going to work out the way God wants them to work out, because He is in control. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. You know, we've looked at things going on in this country and how bad things have gotten and how much we disagree with what's going on. And sometimes we don't really see God being in control. It just seems like it's negative, 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 negative. And we don't see the positive. But then God slaps you in the face with it in a little town called Wilmington, Kentucky, Osbury University, the revival that started there. And then in Lee University in Uganda, all of these places are turning towards God. Joel 2, 28-29 says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old man shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also on my maid, men servant and maidservants, I will pour out my Spirit in those days. He said that he would pour out his spirit on our sons and our daughters. And is that what's happening? When these things start happening, we need to bow and pray and thank him for the revivals and ask for him to start a revival in ourselves. Isaiah 40, 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yea, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That's what he wants to do. That's what he wants you to show the other people that he's doing. God is in control. God's always been in control. We have our free will. Everyone has their free will. And some of these people, their free will, they're doing things that we disapprove of. We can't stop them, but we can pray for them. We can leave it in God's hands. We can live our lives so that they see Christ through us, in us. We cannot lie to them. You can disagree with someone without judging. We talked about this before when you talk about knowing their fruits. 
And if their fruits are not fruits of the Spirit, then it's sin. And God always called sin just what it was. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. None of us are perfect. None of us are good, save God. He is the only good that there is. But he also came here for us to show us the love that he has for us, to show that he is in control. He's been in control since the very beginning. 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, No temptation has overtaken you except as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make a way of escape so that you may be able to bear it. I know a lot of people say, God won't give you more than what you can bear. And some people says that's misquoting that scripture. No matter what comes on us, whatever Satan sends, whatever happens, God makes a way of escape. God leads us through it. God leads us over it. God leads us around it. Whatever it is that he needs for us to do, he gets it done. And we're not tempted more than what we can bear. The question is, are you tempted more than what you want to bear? That's where your will comes in. If you're going through something and you think you can't bear it, and you're just going to give in to the temptation, then God isn't the one that's making you give in. That's your choice. Because God will get you through whatever is coming, because God is in control. First Peter 5, 6, and 7 says, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. You know, that's such a good scripture. He he does. He cares for us. He strengthens us. He walks with us. He carries us. He loves us. He shows us mercy. We are so unworthy of what God offers us, but he loves us enough. He is pouring out his spirit right now. God is in control right now. Do we stand with him? Do we walk alongside him and stand for what is right? Or do we power because someone may call us some kind of phobia or call us a name or tell us we're not worthy? We should be ashamed of the lives that we've lived. We should be ashamed that for what we have, we should be ashamed for how we feel. No, I'm not ashamed of the life I've had. My life has not been a wonderful, wonderful life. I have had many things that's happened in my life that shouldn't have to happen to someone, but they happened to me. And you know, God is so faithful. Not one of those things do I resent having happened to me because with each thing that I went through, God made me a little stronger. And now I feel like I'm a very strong woman. And there are times when I talk to people and they tell me their stories and I can relate to their stories. I can let them know that God is in control. There is life after all the things that can happen to a person. There is still life after that. God still has a plan for us. He is still there. He is still leading us. We need to allow the Holy Spirit to just fill us up to overflowing. We need to start a revival in our lives so that it spreads to others' lives. This world doesn't like us, and that's okay because we're not 
of this world. We have our life in heavenly places. God is in control. Pray to him. Praise him for what he does. And a very important thing, stop and look and see what he is doing. Because he's moving. He's moving. And we need to move right along with him. Tomorrow when you wake up, thank him for all that he's done in your life and ask him to show you how to show others the way to him.